Hi there and welcome to the second episode of Worship at Home from Eastwood Parish Church of Scotland in the south side of Glasgow. My name's Jim Teasdale, I'm the minister at Eastwood and I'm glad you can join us today. Our reading today comes from the Gospel of John chapter 12, reading verses 1 to 8 and it's taken from the Good News Bible. Six days before the Passover, Jesus went to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, the man he had raised from death. They prepared the dinner for him there, which Martha helped serve. Lazarus was one of those who were sitting at the table with Jesus. Then Mary took a whole pint of a very expensive perfume made of pure nard, poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped them with her hair. The sweet smell of the perfume filled the whole house. One of Jesus' disciples, Judas Iscariot, the one who was going to betray him, said, Why wasn't this perfume sold for 300 silver coins and the money given to the poor? He said this, not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He carried the money bag and would help himself from it. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. Let her keep what she has for the day of my burial. You will always have poor people with you, but you will not always have me. Amen. Some time ago, a travelling circus came to town. It performed nightly for a week, and on the last Saturday advertised that people could meet the performers in the afternoon. Many people came and the circus strongman found himself surrounded by a large crowd whilst demonstrating his strength by taking a green stick and squeezing the sap out of it. When he had squeezed several drops, he asked if anyone from the audience would like to try. If anyone could manage the same feat, he would give them a cash prize of £100. Several people tried over the next hour. The strongman decided to up the stakes. If anyone can get sap out of this stick, I will give them £500. Let me try, said a voice from the back of the crowd, and a frail-looking little lady came forward. She took the stick in both hands and squeezed and squeezed. To the strong man's amazement, a stream of sap ran down over the lady's knuckles. How did you manage that? he asked. Oh, son, I'm just the treasurer of the local Church of Scotland congregation, she replied. On a more serious note, Today's reading has at its centre the idea of what things cost. For Jesus is visiting Lazarus in Bethany just before the Passover, just before Jesus entered triumphantly into Jerusalem. In other words, this occurs on the brink of what Christians have come to call Holy Week. Lazarus, along with his sisters Mary and Martha, are dear friends of Jesus. Martha is preparing dinner, and whilst Jesus and Lazarus talk, Mary takes a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard and anoints Jesus' feet. She wipes them with her hair and we read that the whole house was filled with perfume fragrance. This results in Judas raising a fuss. Why? Well, we are told that Judas acts as the disciples' treasurer and was helping himself to the money. So Judas criticises Mary's actions. 
Why wasn't this perfume sold for 300 silver coins and the money given to the poor? Jesus replies, leave her alone. Let her keep what she has for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. In biblical times, washing your feet and anointing them was common practice, as common as washing your hands should be today. People travelled on hot, dusty roads and a host would provide hot water and sometimes ointment and oil for visiting guests. Yet guests were supposed to wash their own feet. Only slaves would wash someone else's feet. So for a person to voluntarily wash and anoint another's feet would communicate a message that they were devoted enough to the person to act like a slave. Mary is showing Jesus that she is completely devoted and committed to him. And then there is Judas. Any time he is mentioned, I cannot help but wonder what exactly made Judas do what he did. What were his motivations? Then, as I think it over, I come to realise that we should be examining what Judas does, because we are not always so far from doing things that also betray God. John is not sympathetic towards Judas. For John, it's simple. Judas is just a betrayer. Yet even from John's straightforward presentation, we can learn something about ourselves. For Judas and Mary clearly illustrate two paths that we can choose from. Mary shows her complete devotion to Jesus. Judas, on the other hand, shows self-interest in the guise of caring for the poor. The argument sounds good. Mary spends the equivalent of a year's salary on perfume for someone's feet. Yet John lets us know what he sees in Judas's heart. For Judas is good at being a fake follower of Jesus. Think about it. For years, Judas has followed Jesus, heard him preach, was sent out by Jesus to be in ministry himself with the other disciples. No one suspected him to be any different than any of the other disciples. We can guess that Jesus saw into his true heart. Yet nowhere else do we find the other disciples questioning Judas or his motives. Judas blends right in. And yet we know what John tells us. Judas's motivations are all wrong. He's looking out for himself and his own interests. Mary is a real follower. Mary and Judas are symbolic of the two paths that you and I can choose. Have we ever considered what it will cost for us to follow Jesus? Mary sees that following Jesus will cost her everything. She's willing to pay that price because Jesus offers life, real abundant life in return. Mary sees this gift of real life with her own eyes. When her brother Lazarus was raised and when Jesus told her sister Martha that he was the resurrection and the life, not for later, at some distant time, but for here and now. Judas, however, represents someone who sees how much discipleship costs and is not willing to carry his discipleship to its conclusion. Jesus is leading Judas down a road that he does not want to go. He sees the cost as being too high, and so he tries to slide by, to masquerade as someone who's willing to go the distance. Today I wonder, are we like Mary, or are we like Judas? Both might have wanted to experience the life that Jesus talks about, but only one of them is willing to pay the price to get it. You know the saying that the best things in life are free? 
That is true, of course. Love is a free gift that we can share with one another. However, at the same time, love is also very costly. If we truly love someone, that love will cost us a lot. Patience, courage, commitment, strength. The same could be said about grace. Grace is a free gift offered to us by God. Yet our response to this gift will cost us something, perhaps all that we have. This is the last Sunday in the season of Lent. It is nearly over and we are pressing on towards the goal, the prize, which we find in the resurrection at Easter. We are so close to reaching the end of our journey. And now is the time. Now is your chance to stop. To take a moment and ask yourself, what will it cost me to be a disciple of Jesus? And am I willing to pay the price? Thank you for listening to this podcast from Eastwood Parish Church. Over the coming days and weeks, we hope to offer more prayers, more thoughts and reflections. But for now, we want to share with you a prayer written by the Reverend Dr Leslie Stewart, the Recruitment and Support Secretary of the Church of Scotland. Let us pray. Each new day we celebrate what it is to be free, to live our lives in fullness. This is the eternal gift of God. But freedom and fullness lives in the simple, in every breath we take, in knowing we have a roof over our heads, in the love of family and community, all the things we might usually take for granted. Freedom also invites the gift of generosity, to continue to give where we can, to support one another as we are able and go the extra mile, to offer a welcome smile and forget the more formal handshake of yesterday. To be what we have always been called to be, human. This is not a church crisis, a worship crisis, nor a financial crisis. This is about the gift of life, which is for all, irrespective of birth, status or circumstances. As we remember the most simple of these things, may we be inspired to renew calm, peace and hope in every new day. For in the midst of all storms, a presence is found, and freedom in Christ remains. And now may grace, mercy and peace from Father, Son and Spirit be with you and all who you love, this day and forevermore. Amen. Hello, my name is Nigel Chikanya and I'm part of the ministry team at Eastwood Parish Church. Friends, we have not managed to meet physically for the past few weeks. And as part of the ministry team, I wonder how you've all been doing. How are you holding up? I can assure you that it has not been easy for the three of us here. But it's comforting to know that we have stayed at home. I don't know what you're doing right now. Perhaps you are jogging, you could be exercising, you could be sitting at home. Or perhaps maybe you're driving to get food. Or maybe you're on your way to work. I need to acknowledge and thank you for listening to this podcast. 
I'm going to offer a few, th few thoughts based on Psalm 46 verse 10 and 11. In order to best offer a few thoughts, I will read this passage from three different versions of the Bible. The world will read from the New International Version. Savior will read from the Good News Translation. And I will read from the message. Psalm 46 verse 10 and 11, Good News Translation. Stop fighting, he says, and know that I am God. Supreme among the nations, supreme over the world. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Hello, my name is Nigel Chikanya and I'm part of the ministry team at Eastwood Parish Church. Friends, we have not met now physically for the past few weeks. And as part of the ministry team, I wonder how you have been doing. How are you holding up? I can assure you that it has not been easy for the three of us here. But the good news is we have kept indoors. We have stayed at home. I don't know what you're doing right now. Perhaps you are exercising. Maybe you're sitting at home. Or maybe you're sitting in hospital. Or maybe you've just gotten off the phone from a friend who is not well. Or perhaps you're driving to get food or, or you're on your way to work or from work. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I'm going to offer a few thoughts based on Psalm 46 verse 10 and 11. And in order to best offer a few thoughts, I will read this passage from three different versions of the Bible. To begin with, the world will read from the New International Version. Savior will read from the Good News Translation. And I will read from the message. Hello, my name is Nigel Chikanya and I am part of the ministry team at Eastwood Parish Church. Friends, we have not physically met for the past few weeks. And as part of the ministry team, I wonder how you all have been doing. How are you holding up? How are you keeping? Are you managing? I can assure you that it has not been easy for the three of us here. But the good news is we have managed to stay at home. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know whether you're exercising, whether you're jogging, you're, you're sitting at home. Maybe you're driving to get some food. Or maybe you're sitting in hospital. Maybe you're coming from work or you're going to work. I must thank you for listening to this podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to offer a few thoughts based on Psalm 46 verse 10 and 11. And in order to best offer a few thoughts, I'll read this passage from three different versions of the Bible. To begin with, the world will read from the New International Version. Savior will read from the Good News Translation. And I will read from the message. So let us hear God's word. 
from the message Psalm 46 verse 10 to 11 it reads Attention all see the marvels of God he plants flowers and trees all over the earth burns war from paw to paw breaks all the weapons across his knee step out of the traffic Take a long, loving look at me, your high God, above politics, above everything. Jacob wrestling, God fights for us. God of angel armies protect us. In the New International Version, the catchphrase is for me. Psalm 46, verse 10 and 11. From the message. Attention all. See the marvels of God. He plants flowers and trees all over the earth. Burns walls from pole to pole. Breaks all weapons across his knee. Step out of the traffic. Take a long, loving look at me, your high God. Above politics, above everything. Jacob wrestling God fights for us. God of angel armies protect us. In the New International Version, the catchphrases for me are Be still and know that I'm God. And secondly, the Lord Almighty is with us. From the Good News translation, the two catchphrases are Stop fighting and know that I'm God. The Lord Almighty is with us. In the message, the first catchphrase is attention all. See the marvels of God. Secondly, step out of the traffic. Take a long, loving look at me, your high God. I've no doubt that for most of us, this does not make any sense. To be still and know that he is God. For others, it doesn't make sense that God is almighty. Especially with what you might have been going through and you're still going through right now. And as put out to us in the Good News translation, I want to urge you to stop fighting and know that He is God. In other words, our God reigns, friends. If anything, not many of us can marvel at the beauty of God's creation in us and around us if we are bored or confined like we are right now. But here comes the call. Step out of traffic. Take a long, loving look at me, your high God. Friends, I can only use my own experience to try to encourage you. I can assure you that in Jesus, God has pledged it all to us. Jesus has taken the punishment, so don't stress about that. All we know is grace. When we wonder if God will continue to shelter us with protection, with safety, with good health, with pleasures, and if God will sustain us to fight another day of uncertainty with his power, the answer to this question is this. Of course he will. His name is at stake. Of course, God will. God is working in me. God is working in you. 
and God is working in us to sustain for his own glory. This means we can trust God to do what is best for us, to reach eternal pleasures with him. It means that even if his protection looks like taking everything away, our health, our comfort, our friends, our jobs, or whatever you may have lost, God will keep us safe in Christ. It means God will help us make it because his name is invested in the lives of his people. Perhaps we may be asking, how do we respond to all these uncertainties we find ourselves in? I suggest we stop fighting. We be still and we pay attention. We become still. We pray. We ask for help. We remember that he is God and we are not. We trust him to be our mighty fortress, to bring new messes, to work his power on our behalf, whatever it takes. We relax and remember that he is God and that he is enough. And then we ask him for help to trust him more through the uncertainties and pain. May God encourage you during this time. Let us pray. Loving Father, you, you're a good God whose nature is to have mercy. As we come to you, Lord, this morning, we are mindful of your grace and love. Even in the midst of all the storms around us and the turmoil, the, the challenges that we, we, we're facing now, we surrender to you. We are asking for your help, Lord. We are asking for your wisdom, Lord. We remember that you are God and we can do nothing. We are still, Lord, before you and ask you to take over from now. We surrender our all to you, Lord, because your grace is sufficient for us. For these uncertainties, Lord, we found ourselves in, we surrender to you and ask you to grant us your peace, your perfect peace. The peace of God that surpasses all human understanding. Overwhelm us, cover us, go before us, go behind us to protect all those who are in the forefront, in the fight against the COVID-19. Thank you, Lord, for being the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. May the grace of the Lord be with you now and always. Amen. In the dark of the midnight Have I oft hid my face while the storm howls above me and there's no hiding place mid the crash of the thunder precious lord hear my cry keep
Till the storm passes by.